0: Right. So, time <laughs> <laughs> kind of right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sir? <you're> Doing good. <laughs> good. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Workout, I'm I'm about it. It, it, it
0: is. That's why I
1: can't see all the <laughs> There we <laughs> go. Okay. work out, sir? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I okay.
2: just Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Welcome to 930 Service at Life. Amen. If you're able to stand, we ask that you would stand. We're going to open with prayer this morning. Amen. If it's your first time here, we welcome you. Amen. Welcome to the house of the Lord. But God of heaven, we love you today. God, we thank you for your presence. Thank you, God, for your spirit. God, that we feel already in this house. God, we ask today, God, that you would move. God, that you would... Open up the windows of heaven, God, today. God, pour out your spirit in this house. God, let someone's life, God, be changed and transformed, God, in your presence. God, we love you today. God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, God, for your mercy and for your grace. God, for your blessings. God, we pray that you would just have your way, God, in this house. God, that you would minister, God, to the needs of your people today. God, we thank you today. God, we give you praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Amen. Worship with the praise team this morning. So happy that you've chosen to worship at life today. Amen. Let's ask the Lord to bless you offering. God of heaven, we love you today. God, we thank you. God, for another opportunity, another privilege, God, to give, God, to your kingdom. God, with what you blessed us with. God, we pray your blessings upon every gift, every giver. God, we pray that you would multiply, God, for your kingdom, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: God, ah, Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So thankful for the opportunity to stand before you, our Pastor, Pastor, and Sister C. Thank you so much for the opportunity on this team. As a part of the life family, I love life. Love doing life with you. Amen. It's so special opportunity yesterday to go out to Carol Wins hosted by the Munden family as a part of the family ministries. We had a great time. Uh, enjoyed that. I'm so thankful for that opportunity. Thankful for my lovely wife, Sister Parks, leading us in, along with the praise team. Thank you all for leading Going to go into the word of the Lord in John chapter 20, 20 verse 19. Going to around a little bit. We're going to start at 19 and then we'll drop down to 25. Twenty, Verse 19, then the same day, being the first, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst, how many know he didn't even open the door, hallelujah, and said unto them, peace be unto you. Verse 25, the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord and him being Thomas. But he said unto them, See hands and the print of nails and put my finger into the print of nails and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. So this is the same day as the resurrection and because he wouldn't leave he waited another week that brings us verse 26 and after 8 days again his disciples were within and Thomas was with them this time I question where was Thomas the first time then came Jesus the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said peace be unto you then said he to Thomas We call him Doubting Thomas. I want to present to you, he's Thomas the twin. But this twin, Thomas, he reaches hither, as Jesus says to him, thy finger and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side, and be not less And Thomas answered and said unto him, I love revelation in the word. He said, my Lord and my God. We may call them doubtless, but Thomas got a revelation of who Jesus is. In verse 29, Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in this of the disciples written in this book. But these are written, might believe that Jesus is the Christ. The Son of God. And that believing you might have life through his name. I want to pay particular attention to verse number 25. The other disciples there to him. Oh, except I see, believing is seen. Believing is seen. Brother Fowler, if you would lead us in prayer. Thank you, I am your Jesus. Oh, God. Jesus. we need your Word, Lord Word. God we love you thank you Oh God, we give you the glory name. we give you the praise Amen. be worthy hallelujah it's obvious A couple slides brother in that you can be seated Sorry. it's obvious that our view changes go to the slide that has the first cross on it according to how far we are from the the farther away that we get from the resurrection yeah. our view goes from what was preached to us on last Sunday as the power of the resurrection. It goes from that view, and I know you've heard this song, to a uh, uh, on a hill far away stood rugged cross. Next slide. The farther away we get from Jesus, the more doubt and confusion that comes in. We see here Thomas who's called Didymus. His name's twin. The Bible does not exclusively say that this is a twin to anyone. The simply says that his name is Didymus and it means twin. And I'm wondering today as I propose to you this message of believing is seen. If one week after our own resurrection service that as we look around the service, we consider all the work that was put into it prior. There are some who are a little disappointed. The amount of work that you put into last week and you come into a service one week later, and I want to ask you now what? Believing is truly seeing. And as a twin, similar to Thomas, we may sometimes exhibit some of this similar character that Thomas has. You know, as we get further away from the resurrection, maybe a little doubt enter in, uh, maybe a little disappointment enter in as you look around and you see your friends and family that you invited last week maybe not sitting next And maybe similar to Thomas is the character that Thomas has. We look around the sanctuary that was once filled with family and friends on the day of the resurrection. And it's one week later. Is there any decreased faith in what God is maybe able to do? But my Bible says this. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary They shall walk and not faint. And another verse says, Be still that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in all the earth. I said that he's an impartial God. He's not going to be an equal to any other. He's the one true God. And in order for doubt to be moved away, We follow the life of Thomas. Thomas may seem doubter at this point in life, but we also see in the scripture that he says, my Lord and my God. That revelation of who God truly is. There is an important spiritual truth that is contained within this message. And that is, in the physical world, seeing is believing. But in spiritual world, believing, it, it precedes knowing. When we, when we do something, sometimes we say, I see what you're saying. In, in other words, we're saying, I'm, perce- I, I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting to get knowledge of what it is that you're attempting to share with me. Seeing, not necessarily believing just by looking at something, and on the day of this resurrection, we find the disciples—they're hiding. They're hiding for fear of the Jews, and Thomas is actually doubting that Jesus ever resurrected. I want to three ways in which move all doubt. Three ways that we can develop that believing is truly seen, and that is for us to wait to watch and to work we look at the life of Thomas and Thomas himself he watched, and then he worked no more looking at him as only doubting Thomas I feel like Thomas was used as an instrument in every instance where Thomas had an encounter with Jesus Christ there was a revelation of who Jesus is and I'll present to you each of those encounters. And I'll relate them to our opening scripture that Thomas had a wait, but God wanted to reveal to him how he should wait and what he should be doing while he's waiting. The wait begins when told that Jesus has been resurrected. Thomas then waits a week. Why? Because he wanted full proof on his own terms. He said, this is what I have to see in order to believe it. And this is where I say Thomas is a twin. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can have a little doubt and some disappointment. You personally, you might pray every time you're supposed to. You might open your word every time that you're supposed to. But me, on the other hand, you see, this is why I'm not your pastor. <laughs> and this is why I can be a little transparent on our way to Carowinds. <laughs> my family was waiting on me. Let me start, let me preface this by telling you, in order for me to go to Carowinds, I have to take leave. Have this discussion about leave, me and my wife. I don't want to waste it. If I take three hours, I want all three hours on the road. I want to be three hours on the road. Wherever we meet, let's meet where I can take three hours on the road. But I get a call. Well, she don't know. See, I anticipated that they'd take a little time. We were supposed to meet
0: here.
1: Hey, could you come back back to the house? I was already on my way. (laughs) I mean, what the situation was, and my son had somehow left the vehicle turned on and the battery died with the car almost in the garage. We were going to take another vehicle, but if that vehicle would have been all, all the way in the garage, we'd been good. But it was almost just enough for the door. I serve a God, and if I ask Him according to His word, He said, if I believe, He'd answer Don't shout yet, Sister Jordan. Let me tell you why. Because Thomas is a twin. Thomas had a twin looking at it, I ain't praying.
0: <laughs>
1: there three ways I can get this battery to work. First, I got a trickle charger, that's going to take forever, but I'm going to try that. Then I had a, a little boost thing that's supposed to put on the battery and charge it right away. That didn't work. I said, now the last is is for me to take my, see, Brother Henry, you hear me, right? You know, my kind of skills. The last thing is for me to take my battery car and then bring it up to that car and then but in my suburb, some kind of rail across the battery, so I said I'm not doing that. Well after not after having a a character similar to Thomas and doubting that, say, I know if I prayed, I couldn't have no attitude. Because God would start that car whether the battery was charged or not. I know he will. He's done it before. I turned the key, it had no battery. If I prayed, it would have turned on. But I had an attitude, y'all. Just like Thomas, I was in doubt. I was in disappointment. I was in disarray. And I was far from the cross, you see. But if I can't come to Jesus, I thought I was praying about it. And it didn't take me three minutes to take that battery out of that car, charge it, and put it back in. That's real. Sometimes we have doubt very similar to that of Thomas. And we finally made the carowinds, enjoyed ourselves, and had fun as a family. But you see, when we wait sometimes, just similar to the way that I waited, I waited on my own terms. Thomas waited on his own terms. And that kind of sets us up for what God wants. 20 and 25. The other voice out to him, we've seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see his hands, the prints ne- of the nails, and put my finger in t- and thrust my hand in his side, I will not believe. Thomas would not believe, but he waited until he could see things the way he expected. But this was not Thomas's first time understanding that believing is seeing. In John 11, it's recorded that Jesus learns that his friend Lazarus is sick. And rather than going to him, he intentionally waits long enough for Lazarus to die. But not only does he wait for him to die, but he waits for him to die according to Jewish or Hebrew rule. And that is, after four days, his soul cannot be connected back to his body. And so he made sure there would be no doubt that when Jesus arrived that he was the one that would bring him back to life And why did Jesus do this? the scripture says so that people would come to believe in him see believing is truly seen in John 11 and 14: 16 it says then said Jesus unto them plainly Lazarus is dead and I'm glad for your sake imagine that. If somebody and somebody told you, I'm glad for your sake. Mm-hmm. That I was not there to the intent, may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, mm-hmm. unto his fellow disciples, Let us all that we may die with him. Doesn't that seem disappointing? But really, Thomas is always prompting a revelation of who Jesus is. Let's take a look at Thomas as prompting revelation. When Thomas is saying that, he's realizing that going to Bethany, it would be close to danger, as danger of going to Jerusalem, that Jesus could actually die, and all of them could actually die. And here we see Thomas saying, Jesus, wherever you go, Whatever the danger may be, I'm going to follow you. Let me go that we may die also. He knew that danger was ahead of them, but said, I'll go also. Thomas is saying, I'm willing. Even in such a place that is so dangerous for us to die together. And if you're going, Jesus, I want to go wherever it is that you are going. The first thing we must do is wait, but we can't wait on our own terms. We have to wait on the terms of the Lord. We have to wait according to the Lord's way of waiting. And what do we do? Wait. We. Should. One thing is believe. In twenty-seven, then saith he to touch hither thy finger and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my Thomas' life reflects believing is seeing. In Psalms 130 and 5 and 6, I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait. And in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch. For the morning, I say more than they. we have to watch for God to melt. Man- a watchman, us he- all because we wait on God. This word "safar is a noun and it's from a Hebrew word to look out, to watch, to lean forward. And by implication it means to observe or to behold, to behold. When we think of the word seeing, we're not talking about looking with our natural eyes. We're talking spiritually beholding Christ. And we see in the life of Thomas, he had the opportunity to behold. In Isaiah 62 and 6, God had appointed watchmen upon the walls of Jerusalem. And they had a purpose of protection. And they were to remind people of God. Those that keep putting something into the remembrance of God. You said you're going to do this. I'm waiting for it to be done. I'm watching for it. I'm beholding for it to happen. These watchmen would not stop calling on God until God acted on his promise. God is going to act. for warning people of unforeseen danger. Another encounter with Jesus is when Thomas is at the Last Supper and Jesus is comforting them. He's comforting his disciples in John 14 and 1 through 6. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. I want to say again, believing is actually seeing. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, ye know. And the way ye know. Thomas always saying something that sounds a little silly, right? So here we go, Thomas, again, in an encounter with Jesus Christ. Thomas said to the Lord, we know not, whither really thou goest, and how can we know the way? I just told you the way. I told you where I'm going. And here we go asking what we would call a silly question. But really, Thomas is setting us up for another revelation of who Jesus Christ truly is. And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. See, Thomas is setting us up. The life of Thomas is revealing who Jesus truly is. This is the first time that Thomas understands the revelation of who Jesus is. So he has these encounters where Jesus is raising the dead and he said, I'm willing to be with you and do whatever it takes. And then he finds that Jesus says, I am the way. And Jesus goes on to say, when you see me, you've seen the Father. So he has this revelation. But well, what's happening in John 20, a week after the, revel- after the res- a day of the resurrection? He's backed away, just a little bit further away from Jesus. A little bit further away from the cross. A little further away from the resurrection. And when that happens, doubt comes in. And with this last point, I'm going to close, and that is not only must we wait. Not only must we watch, but we must also work. We must also work. There was something that Thomas did in order for him to say, my Lord and my God. After Jesus told him, thrust into my side and be not faithless, but believing. Right. Believing is seeing. Right. And he did something. He thrust his finger into his side. And because of that, another revelation. It came back to him. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the light. Oh, I'm willing to go wherever you go. I'm willing to die for you. I'm willing to die with you, Thomas said. Oh, my Lord and my God. It wasn't until he actually thrust his finger into Jesus' womb that he believed. He did the work that the Lord had asked him to do. And we in like manner saints, when we're waiting... This is not a passive exercise. There's someone in the sanctuary today that you've been waiting on a promise from God. And we realize that the promises of God are yay and amen. If you've asked, he's able, he's willing, and he's able to do what you asked. When waiting, we must not wait passively but we must be confident in our expectations. Thomas lost his confidence. He lost his vision of who Jesus is. now, see you back Go ahead and get started. And at times we find ourselves, if you would stand with me, very similar to that of Thomas. And that is, we become his twin. We become the twin to Thomas in doubt, in disappointment, and at sometimes maybe a little less in our faith. We lose confidence because maybe we just a little bit farther away from where our promises are fulfilled. The Bible says that we look to the hills from whence come our help. Our help comes from the Lord. When we realize where our help literally comes from. Now, I don't have to take a battery out of the other vehicle. I can pray to an almighty God that can start the vehicle without an engine in it if he wanted to. When I'm close to him, when I am next to him and I'm waiting on him, I'm watching. I'm watching and I'm doing the work of God. In Luke 19 and 11 through 13 it says, and as they heard these things, he added and spoke a parable because he was near to Jerusalem and because they thought that the kingdom of God would immediately appear. You see, they were looking for a political king. They were looking for someone to come in and take over politically. And a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Not only must we wait, but we must also watch and work. Occupy. We have to be doing something. Acts 1 and 8. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. We have work to do. When, When Jesus sent them to wait, he said, go to Jerusalem and wait on the promise, which is the Holy Ghost. And some of you, maybe you stepped into the building and you've been waiting. Acts chapter 2 helps us to know that after they were sent, guess who was there on the day of Pentecost waiting for the promise along with everyone else. A part of that 12, Thomas, who is called Dittles. My twin. You may not claim it. But when I feel a little doubt, disappointment, or a little less faith than what I had the day before, Thomas reminded me. Oh, that when I get close to Jesus, and I handle him, then I realize where my help comes from. And if you're in the building today, you can have that same help. You might have been waiting since the resurrection service and you realize the power of the resurrection. You came in today a little less faithful. Maybe had a little doubt. You stepped in the building with a little disappointment that maybe your friend or family didn't join you. But I'm here to tell you that you can handle him. You can reach up, place your hands in the air, and give it all over to God. And this is the way they did it. After Peter had preached, you can follow this example and come to this altar and receive the same promise. After Peter preached in Acts chapter 2 and verse 37, Now when they heard this, they were praying in their hearts and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? You may have that question in mind right now. And the scripture goes on to say, Christ for the remission of sin. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We need we need that promise. We need that power. Can't make it on our own. For this promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Behold the power of God. Behold his power. Don't just see it. Don't just look at it. But realize that when you believe, then you're able to see or to behold the true power of God. While you're waiting, go ahead and watch for the promises of God. Go ahead and work. Be prepared to do the work of the watchman. Hallelujah. The altar is open. Come. People build in the promises of God. Many of us lose confidence. You're not by yourself. Many of us are in doubt. You're not by yourself. Come to the altar allow the promises of God to be fulfilled in your life believe it, believe believing his see.
2: We thank you, God, for your goodness. We thank you, God, for your blessings. We thank you, God, for the word that we heard today. God, help us, God, to draw closer to you. God, to realize, God, that our help comes from you, God. We love you. God, we thank you for every family. God, for each and every person, God, that's represented here today. God of heaven, we give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. Amen. Uh Announcements this week are it's, it's pretty much just business as usual. So, amen. Have a good week in Jesus' name. Thank, you.
1: Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs>